Welcome to Marta the Minimalist, a podcast for entrepreneurs like you, looking to minimalize your life, business, and mindset with your host, CEO, speaker, and best-selling author, Marta Saray Greca. Live. Hello, everyone. I'm here with Genesis. We are going to be telling you guys all about some really juicy stuff, such as breaking down habits, routines, and activities daily to make the most out of every day. Such, And I've never heard of this before, but Genesis is going to tell you about color coding practices. And I don't know what that means. So I'm excited to learn more about it. And of course, we are recording live our newest episode of Marta the Minimalist podcast. So if you're into podcasts, you can head on over there to listen to it. But before we get into it, I want Genesis to tell you all about who she is. What's your story? Why should they listen to you? Well, thank you so much for having me today, Marta. I absolutely love everything that you're all about. Uh, just such a great message that you share with the world, always wanting to help others and just so incredibly relatable um, from one mom to another that has many, many kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's an awesome thing to be able to, to chat like we're going to today. So uh, I've come from a wide array of different types of experience, but I definitely want to hone in on the fact that it's taken me a long time to get to where I am today and that it absolutely isn't something that happens overnight. And I have been working at this thing for, I want to say about 15 years now, um, just, you know, at the beginning baby steps. And, and I feel like every single day we are constantly growing. You know, there's, there's always something new for us to learn. So I don't ever feel like we are fully at the pinnacle of our life, nor do I feel we ever truly get to that pinnacle um, because there's always room for growth. There's always room to bring in new knowledge, new wisdom, new guidance. Um, so I will, I guess I'll go ahead and start with um, when I lived out in California, I had a dream to be able to do everything that I'm doing today, which is to be able to run my own business, to be an entrepreneur, to really make a difference for the lives of other people. Uh, but I didn't know in what capacity that would be. Um, I have a master's degree in organizational leadership and I am a certified life coach. Um, but I, I wanted to get in depth of really truly connecting. And so I, I really, I, I got involved in the self-help industry. I started doing speaking engagements from leadership development to customer service uh, to team collaboration and things like that. And it was incredibly fulfilling, but it didn't speak near and dear to my heart that I was really, really yearning for. And so the story goes that I ended up meeting someone in LA and fell in love with this person and actually became pregnant about a year and a half later. And unfortunately it didn't end up working out with this person. And I, ended up coming back to Illinois and I had to stay with my parents and discovered that I was going to have to raise a child on my own. And so with that understanding of knowing that I was going to be a single mother back in a small town with no direction, no understanding of where things were going to go for, from where I was at to where I ultimately wanted to be, I was incredibly discouraged and I had no idea how I was going to move forward. The only thing that I could do was trust in God and hope that everything was going to work out. Well, after I had this, this beautiful baby boy, it changed my life forever. 
And what I realized was that there was so much more to life being a mother. And, and that was the bottom line. That was my calling. I knew right then and there after having that child that the connection that I had with him was greater than any connection that I could have with anyone else. And, and it was a powerful thing because it just allowed me to realize that there was such a connection to women that have been doing this for hundreds and hundreds of years. And it just was, it was so cool to be able to think, you know, this, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have children and we're supposed to love them with our whole heart. And so the more I got entrenched in motherhood, the harder I realized it was going to be, um, but the most fulfilling job in the entire world. And little by little, things began to blossom in my career as I started to figure things out. And I was able to share messages of hope with so many women that were single, um, some women that were even married but felt single, and that giving them that message that regardless of what their circumstances were, regardless of what they'd been dealt, that there is always hope and that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And God provided me an amazing man uh, about uh, six months after I had my son. And he today is my husband and we've had three more children um, since then. And uh, through this entire process of learning and experiencing motherhood, I've learned that just integrating family is the number one thing, integrating family in everything that we do uh, from you know the work-life balance to the quality of life to having goals together. It's all that, um, that togetherness that's really ultimately gonna give us the greatest fulfillment. So as I currently reside in Florida. We've been here for about three years now. We absolutely love it. It was a big move for us and we are raising our family and we are absolutely loving every moment. So um, currently still doing my coaching. I'm doing my training, um, have a thriving business and, and things are going really well. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Awesome. So yeah, you're a true testament that first of all, you have the education and you have the experience. And in addition to that, you've been through it. So it's not like you're speaking from a scaffold in a, in a high, high rise throne, never having been on the other side before. So totally, you totally get it. So yeah. what tell the women or even men, any uh, the people that are listening, they are craving tips on how to minimalize their lives. And it sounds like you have some tips for them uh, in terms of breaking some patterns that might be inhibiting their success. And also tell me more about this color, color coding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so for any new habit, I feel that we're creating, it can be a bit of a challenge. You know, I, I, I know, and I'm sure you've expressed this many times that this type of change and these new incorporated habits don't happen overnight, but rather they're baby stepping into our lives. So when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel like we have so much happening around us, which many do, um, especially when starting out in business and, and trying to figure out like, what is a priority? What is the number one thing that I can do right now? We, we do have to develop strategies that are going to be effective for us. So color coding is something that I've actually been using for, for quite a while. And I came upon it because I was trying to decipher 
the things that were most important to me. Like, how do I prioritize? Of course we can prioritize activities. Um, of course we can decide at the beginning of the day, what are the things that are my non-negotiables? What are the things that I absolutely have to do? What does it look like? So I'm a very visual person and I felt like the more visual I could be when creating my agenda, when creating my schedule, um, the more I'm going to be able to be successful because I thrive on visuals. And so with the color coding, we basically will choose colors based on what fits different types of activities. So uh, for example, we don't want to use too many colors because that kind of defeats the purpose, right? That we want to be able to pick a minimal amount of colors that's going to help us identify what we're doing and how productive we're being. So, so it's kind of a productivity approach where, uh, for example, we'll use red. And then red would be for deadlines, for, for things that are extremely important. So, because when we think of red, we think of stop. So, so it's, it's like an absolute, it's an extreme, it's, it's a, feeling that we get when, you know, we look at a stop sign, it's red. When we see, we come to the stoplight, when we um, see something that's extremely, if we feel passionate about something, naturally that's associated with red. So, so you want to perhaps put something on there, like, like I could put, um, I'm doing a marathon November 6th. So, so I could put like, that's the deadline. Like that's when I need to be prepared for that activity. So in the midst of that, how am I being consistent with other things? So I might wanna look at um, green. Green is definitely associated with money. So what type of money-making activities am I doing on a daily basis? And so you can use a highlighter, you can use that color, the color pen, um, but it helps you identify in your blocks how much time you're spending in each area. So if you're blocking out your day and you have five, six, seven hour blocks, um, you can look at throughout those blocks, where's my time being spent? And that's how we really break down our day to get a really solid idea of where am I spending my time? Am I spending a lot on social media? Am I spending it taking care of my kids? Am I spending it just building out my business and creating content? Because if we don't really know where the time's going, it's hard to um, it's hard to make adjustments where necessary because uh, I've, I've worked with a number of clients that find themselves just kind of spinning in circles and feel like they're on the hamster wheel doing the same thing over and over and over again. And of course, what is that expecting a different result? So they have to be able to identify what types of activities are taking up the most time and the color coding is one of the most effective ways that you can do that so over the course of a week over the course of a month you can say i spent x amount of hours creating content i spent x amount of hours spending time with my family and we might surprise ourselves when we look back and see like wow, I, I'm really not spending that much time with my kids, not like I was hoping for, or I'm not spending the time that I should be on my business in order to reach this specific goal. So again, having the visual with the colors helps us to really break it down and very vividly <laughs> understand, okay, like 
maybe I need to spend a little bit more time here. And you can actually, what I typically do, will I'll put it in an hour block of time. So for example, um, I like to associate yellow with joy and happiness. So that can be um, associated with self-care or um, maybe just going for a walk, something like that. So you're, you're taking time to take care of yourself. You can look at 20 minutes a day. Like, so is that blocked out? on my schedule? Am I taking time for self-care? I know, Marta, you had an amazing time at your retreat. I saw those pictures and I'm like, ah, that is just awesome. Mm -hmm. So so taking time to do stuff like that is, is so necessary and so important for us to fill up our cup. And if you don't see that color on there anywhere, you know you're not taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, so it's just, it's been a really helpful um, tactic for me to use and I've been doing it again for a while and um, it there doesn't have to be any like you don't have to use a certain color for a specific activity but uh, I actually I have a handout I'd be more than happy to share that where it it's like a psychological assessment that allows you to know like if this color I'm sorry this color is associated with this type of activity so, so it's helpful and it's just kind of like a key to pick the right kinds of colors that you want to use. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. I, I never heard it uh, said that way. I've heard of time blocking and or organizational scheduling and, and the color coding concept makes a lot of sense. And to what, to your point, I have a lot of clients or not a lot, but I have, um, I have a large segment of my clients that are in the self-care industry. So one mm -hmm. has a yoga studio and one, a couple of them are spas, et cetera, et cetera. So I was finding that I was spending a lot of time at their, at their places and supporting them and taking pictures and posting about it. And then I found my, I, I thought to myself, wait a minute, this is not self-care. Cause the minute that I want, <laughs> I told them this because the minute that I e even pull into their parking lot, I'm thinking about their signage. I'm thinking about the traffic. I'm thinking about that flyer that they said they were going to have out. Wait a minute. We strategize this on their front desk. And, and I realized uh, many times we think we're doing self-care, but in reality, you're still not shutting off your brain. Yes. And then of course, I'm taking pictures to post to my social. We're going live. That's not self-care. That's my job, which I love. And I'm so blessed that that's my job. So that is, that is, that's why it's so important for me to go to other spas and go to other retreats that aren't my clients, because then it's just it's like, totally like, um, and you know, and if, if I think maybe their marketing practices could be better, it's not my problem. <laughs> so anything else that, what are some patterns that you feel that somebody might be getting stuck into that might be keeping them from the success that they want. Maybe, maybe it's something that's right there, but they're so close to their business that they can't see it. Anything else that might come up? Yeah. And, and I actually have one that really hit home for me and it, it took me a really long time to understand this concept. Um, so you're probably like me. I mean, well, you are like me in terms of laundry. We've got just scads and scads of laundry. It's never ending. Uh, but uh, so I relate this to my morning routine. And morning routine, as you know, is so incredibly important. It's so important to set the tone for the day, 
to be as positive as you can, to have your day mapped out, um, and not to have everything perfect. Of course, you know, there's going to be hiccups. There's, there's going to be things that come up in the morning, especially with babies and little ones. Um, but just to have the right kind of mindset and have something intact so that we have an idea of what we're targeting, where we're going, what kind of results we want to get. And so <laughs> what I was doing for the longest time is I was waking up in the morning to a big basket of dirty laundry. So of course, what does that do to me when I wake up? Of course, automatically I feel, I feel anxious. I feel like, Ugh, I don't want to do this right now. And so I think it's so important for us to remember that our immediate environment is going to set the tone for how everything's going to play out. So when we wake up in the morning, do we have a motivational quote? Do we have, um, you know, self-help books next to us? Do, do we have, um, you know, what, what are things that enlighten us, that brighten us up, that encourage us, that support us, that's going to get the day started in the right way. And so if we are constantly bombarded by things that are negative, then ultimately what's going to do, what's that going to do to our subconscious? It's going to affect us to be successful in basically every other area. So I try to think of my home as my, my peaceful, you know, um, I, I can retreat in my home to different places where, where I can meditate and pray and, and just have freedom to be able to think freely, to um, have separation, to be able to organize and prioritize. And no, that doesn't happen every day uh, the way that I always want it to. Uh, I will preface it with that. But I, I do set the tone now so that I can be more successful and just have the right mindset um, in, in terms of just my immediate environment, because it's like with anything else, like you're, if you drive around in a dirty car, you're going to feel anxious and it's just not going to feel good. It's going to feel yucky. So, so what can we do to fix the problem? Well, maybe we can not have kids eat in the car, like get the crumbs all over the place every single day. I'm not saying never, never say never, but there's certain things that we can prevent in order for, um, you know, different types of results to occur. And so a lot more in my life in the recent years, I've been thinking about what is my desired end result in this situation? Um, what do I expect to happen? And I, I ask myself that every single day. What do I want to feel like at the end of today? What do I want to happen? What kinds of goals am I expecting? And that really has helped me to backtrack as, as I'm going through my busy day. I can ask myself, do I feel on track with where I want to be? Or do maybe I need to do a reset? Do I need to restart and step aside for five minutes take a few deep breaths, reevaluate how things are going, which is totally fine. And, and kind of take things in a different, um, move things forward in a different way, because it's easy when something happens to us, whether it's a distraction or, you know, our, our child comes in when we're in the middle of working and we're, you know, we're, we have to stop what we're doing or perhaps, somebody gets hurt and you're trying to figure out how to 
solve the problem in that immediate moment. And um, of course, with parenthood, there's so many different things that can happen. So, so I think that just having the conscious mindset in general of desired and results and outcomes are so helpful and minimizing the amount of expectations because a lot of the time we will expect this huge to-do list to be done by the end of the day. And for, for many of us, it's not feasible because we already have so much going on. So again, that's why the priorities come into play. That's why we need to make sure that we're identifying those key areas that are most important today, not another day, and that every day is a new day. We, we have to constantly remind ourselves that of that and that yesterday is not today. So we can't allow that to affect how we're going to move forward and how we're going to be motivated by trying different things. So yeah, I, I think... Um, you know, having goals is important, but also having our kids on board with it too. And um, I know I can't speak that way to every single one of my children. They're, they're not all old enough to understand, but whenever we go somewhere and whenever we do something together, I explain to them what I'm hoping for. And so mm -hmm. it, I think that that's really helpful in just keeping us all on the same page. And though, again, it doesn't always end up being perfect, but the more we can communicate that and express that, I feel like the smoother it's going to go in the long run. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like that tip of explaining what you expect before an outing, because my oldest is 14 mm -hmm. and one of my youngest, she's six. And, um, she just has anxiety and sensory things that she, that she handles daily. And because of that, it can make an outing very stressful. Not mm -hmm. for me, I'm the mom, but it actually makes it stressful for him to the point where he's like, well, this wasn't enjoyable. She just screamed and cried the whole time because something set her off that, you know, that somebody else wouldn't even think twice about so sure. it's, it would be nice in that scenario. It's a good reminder to remind her what she can expect also to yeah. encounter when we arrive and uh, what I what I would hope that obviously sometimes she just can't help it, but what, what I'm hoping out of the outing. So that's a great one. And yeah. I loved your point about uh, waking up to that dirty basket of laundry. How many of you who are listening or watching, mm -hmm. if you're on a platform that you can comment, um, how many of you wake up, first thing you do is look at your phone because you use it as an alarm clock? I want to know. Because little do you know, maybe you do know this, that if the first thing you're waking up to is text messages and emails and notifications, then you're like right away setting your brain on reactionary mode and you're giving it that jump start of uh, whatever the stress hormone is. Maybe you know what it, it's, what is it? Uh, what Cortisol. Is it? Cortisol is a stress stress hormone. And in addition to that, when you wake up, your cortisol levels are the highest than they are in the entire day. So the first thing you're doing is you're looking at things and you're reacting to them. And then maybe you're like, but first coffee, how many people have seen that? So then you're adding even more amplifying those cortisol levels. Whereas to Genesis's point, maybe your routine can be when you wake up that you're just laying in your bed for a good five, 10 minutes, just hand on heart, breathing, praying. And then you go for your walk and then you journal and then maybe you do some devotional reading and perhaps you give it a good hour to hour and a half before you even look at your phone or laptop or even have a sick sip of a caffeinated drink so that you're giving those cortisol levels time to ease down and then you can 
visit your day once you've done those grounding practices, which you might think, well, how can I do that with kids? And the key is wake up before your kids, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I totally agree with you too, Marta. Like the days that I don't look at my phone right away, if it's hour, hour and a half later, I'm like, that felt good. We all fall back into it. We all fall back into it. Yeah. We all fall back in. (laughs) There's just something about being able to have that freedom to not feel like you have to do it. You you don't have to do it. And I feel like so much of the time we're just wondering, oh gosh, who, who messaged me, who texted me, who emailed me. And the reality of it is if they get responded back to an hour later, 99% of the time, everything's going to work out just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. no such thing as missing out, no such thing as missing out. And, um, so anything else, and by the way, you guys stick around because at the end of this, Genesis is going to tell you, give you something. She has a gift for you that she's going to share with you, uh, something that's super juicy. That's going to help you with that success track that you're on. And what I, what I love about this is that it has an ease and flow to it. What I love to say is have your goals, have your, the success that you want to have, have your journal. I have one on my desk. I have one in my back backpack. I have one on my nightstand with your goals and your affirmations and what you'd love to happen. But at the same time, have a wondrous, excited energy of how it's going to unfold. I've been guilty myself when I got so into those month, those Monday, those uh, morning practices and so into those success and goals and money mindset and having it written everywhere that I became literally obsessed. (laughs) And, um, became literally obsessed. Bring her on camera. Say hello. And, uh, and I was, and I, and I created a block because of it. So it's so important that you just have fun in the journey too. Do you, does she want to say hello or is she camera shy? Do you want to say hi, Missy? Hi. Come on up. Let me see you. How old are you? Good. You're good. Is that how old you are? How old are you? <laughs> how old are you? Three. You're today's surprise guest. What do you have to say to this audience? Nothing? Sometimes sometimes silence is the wisest thing that you could do. So she's very wise. What what are you drinking? Mommy's coffee. (laughs) We could be successful while having a, a life of just beautiful happily hectic sometimes. We And the important thing is don't expect yourself to be perfect. Embrace these moments like Genesis is doing right now and understand that that's just, those are just pockets of, of love and that, you know, but if, but I will let you go, Genesis. I do want to share with you. I, I want you to share with the audience. What do you have coming up? Here, Genesis, I'll share one of mine with you. Here you go. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go potty. All right, go potty, love. Bye. Go potty. Do you need mommy's help to go potty? Oh, gee. Can you go real quick by yourself? No. No. That's okay. Okay, go okay, your mama will be right there. We're going to just share one last thing. One last thing, and then I'll be done. Okay. What, what, what is it that you've got coming up? 
So I have an upcoming masterclass. It's October 7th. It is free. It's from one to three. And I'm going to be sharing the seven strategies to creating a time, freedom, business, and lifestyle and bringing it all together. And so I'd love to have all of you. Um, the link is going to be provided. So um, please sign up. Please join me. And it's going to be tons of Q&A. And it's going to be great. I love your daughter. She knows what she wants. She's like, I got to go potty. Mommy say I got to go. Mama, mama. That is so relatable. That is such real motherhood. <laughs> And believe me, if I was at home with my five kids, this is reality. This is what's happening during my lives, too. All right. Thanks for your time, Genesis. I'll let you look. And then go refill on that Starbucks, too. I'm sure you will. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you really got to go. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.